Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. Adam's dragging things out. We're cousins. <laughs> oh man, For Lowry. For some it's, reason, it's, I don't know. It's been. Uh, it's been. It's been. It's been one weeks. week since I've looked at you. That was a bad impression of. No, um, I knew what you were doing. <laughs> that uh, bare naked ladies. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. We haven't had to guess songs in a year or two at this point. So it was funny. And I still got it. Kind of a side thing with everything is I was going through like buttons and stuff. And you mm-hmm. would think that we might have like some musical background because we sing all our stuff, you know, or I've taken, I've <laughs> done a lot of the singing or I'll take you and edit you singing into singing. Life. And it's just all of our shit is like karaoke kind of like all our buttons. It's not yeah. like any. The only thing that's uh, original is our opener, like because we paid for that to get done. Oh, from back well, in the I mean, day. you mean just for like openers for segments, segments. or just all the buttons? Yeah. Because the one that you added tonight is fairly original. Yeah. What is that one tonight? What are we doing again? Oh, you're gonna press it. <laughs> what are we... I was totally setting you up for that. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? We're gonna get tonight? that shit out of the park. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what... You mean you mean this one, Larry? I would just say build a better deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know when I said that, but uh, you're you digging through the buttons the tonight and found that. <laughs> I don't it was, say that it was all a the quote, time. though. That, I see that one often <laughs> on the Discord on the uh, build a deck uh, channel, our deck building channel. Build a better, <laughs> build deck. a better deck. Hey guys, can you help me out with this? And then Larry chimes in. Build a better deck. <laughs> you never say that on there. So that's the only uh, the only input I can give. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, this no. is episode. What do we got? It is one eighty eight. One eighty eight. eighty eight now. Yeah, one eighty eight. Uh, and does that mean anything? Is that no? No, we're not at no. We're not at two hundred. Like yet. An, we're a year there. and three quarters yeah. at this point, and we're not at our anniversary. So it's just it's one eighty eight. No. We're almost at two hundred. Uh, great. last week was a freaking amazing episode. We had those guys from Cardsphere, Efren yeah. and, uh, Ted there. So that was, uh, pr- we had a lot, a lot of feedback from that. A lot of questions, a lot of people joining yep. like myself <clears throat> and doing their first yep. trade like myself. Um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people on the discord and it sounds like people on the Twitterverse and, and YouTube's at least three people there, uh, ended up joining as well. And so I, I guess I don't know if we're going to reach this in the so we're starting out. Adam's going to ask questions, and we're going to talk about how to do it rather than what you are doing. Yeah. So with the cards for your guys, yeah. so there's like a different discussion. Yeah. Because after doing my first trade or send out my first order, I had a lot of questions at that point, and so actually a lot yeah. of people did. There was a lot of people on. Mm-hmm. I think Jake was another one. Uh, that had some questions and stuff like that. And you had a really good breakdown on Discord, so we're going to kind of go through that. You gave some tips of what to do. And so that's going to be for people yeah. that you listen to the last week's episode, you're like, hey, I joined it because it's fantastic, but now I have questions. Well, yeah. Larry's going to try to answer so, some of those. So the today. first segment's going to be, ouch, ouch, get off my hair. <laughs> and Which I didn't. Okay. This, I'm this gonna press a button. Right. Just a tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. Or, ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. Yeah, so that'll be just the tips for that. And then what else are we we'll doing? We'll start out with. 
Uh, we'll do Savant, which I will clearly dominate yeah. again. If we, if you get yeah. stumped this week, we have a new card. No matter what, if you we have a yeah new card next week. Yeah, new card next week. Uh, next, if you don't get st- or if you don't get stumped, we'll have two cards because we'll have Esper Sentinel continuing yep. and then another one added on. Um, mm-hmm. and I think is that it for today then? Oh no. No, 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 no. 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 Then we're going to go through <laughs> Legends for the new Innistrad sets, and we're going to play Commander 99 or Garbage. Muff Garbage! <laughs> uh, there's a lot of them. We're going to go through both sets. We're trying to condense this down because, what, in the spring, remember, it was like we had like four weeks of spoilers, and then all of a sudden it was like yeah. Modern Horizons 2 is coming out. I was like, oh, my gosh, we, we can't, don't, we do can't have a normal <laughs> episode. And they've been doing that for the last year. Yeah. Ever since Akoria, it feels like just... Set, 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 set. Like shot, and shot, now, shot, now shot, it's, shot, you're, shots. You goddamn getting the I I think we said this last time. I personally don't like having the commander set right on top with the set release. Yeah. Give it a month. Yeah. Give it a month and just fucking because I, I don't know what to buy. I might not buy anything. I'm just gonna get singles at this point. I'm spending less money. Yeah. So it's weird because normally we'd be buying a box each time and yeah. uh, with the Dungeons and Dragons, I just which I bought a lot of good cards, but I spent yeah probably less than I would have buying boxes, but I got all the cards I wanted. You know, that was kind of the nice thing is I got all the cards I wanted in the art that I wanted or whatever yeah. edition I wanted in it, foil or whatever. Maybe they should just print better cards. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then this set is full of good, interesting cards. I love, mm-hmm. the, love the lands in this. These look fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but again, I might just go for singles on this, this set as well. It almost feels like boxes for me now are for the special sets and standard sets mm-hmm. are my single sets. Like it, it just, cause it's definitely where I'm at. The price is tank for standard stuff. Whereas special sets, the boxes, you could get a lot of value and they don't print them all year round. You know, it's pretty much done. Whereas yeah. these are going to be printed for the next year and a half or so. So all right, so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to kind of get really into this stuff because we got a lot of cards to talk about. I do want to mention a couple things. I had one little family. Well, you were gone. I do want to talk about like what you guys did. We could we could talk about this on uh, next episode because we're going to double cast. Yeah, I guess next one's going to be a little shorter. Yeah, let's do that. It's going to be a little yeah, bit looser. Let's do that. So let, let's get... Okay. Oh, I will say one thing with this one, though. Uh, into the beer and pizza. Well, we'll get into the beer and pizza. I will be streaming the Diablo 2's release this week. So just FYI. Oh, oh, that's fucking awesome. So I'm going to be on Thursday evening-ish and then all of Friday during the day. If you want to jump on YouTube and chat, whatever. If you want to play, get a PC if you have a PC to play the game. (laughs) Uh, I said it on the proxy time video, but if you see me playing and you want to jump in the game, the password will be boobies. So that's pretty easy. Hello, boobies. Sorry, not just boobies. Hello, boobies. Oh, hello, boobies. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, going keep with... It, keep it good. Keep it clean. Going with our... There it is. This guy. Hello, boobies. So that'll be the... Keep uh, it polite. Yeah. You got to be polite yeah, you about say that hello to the boobies first. Uh, yeah. So that's Thursday night nice and Friday. I'll be doing that. So that's just... It's not magic, but I'll be streaming that stuff. So it's... Something we we figure that now you just like us as people, yeah. and we're gonna start doing whatever we yeah. want. <laughs> I'm gonna start streaming me cleaning cleaning my house and just having you guys talk to me. Just have your earbuds in and just holding. The, 
you'll get a scrubbing my toilet and be like, oh yeah, yeah, I I use the cheapest bleach product. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that that little bit on the toilet seat that was corn from last night and just exploded. <laughs> and I, I, sorry about that, guys. Uh, I saw a disgustingly funny joke. It was like vegetables. It was corn, broccoli, and carrots, and they're like super happy that they're on the table, super happy being eaten. And then they're like going down a slide of your stomach and intestines. And then they come out and the broccoli and carrot are poop. And the corn's like, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pieces of poop are like looking like, ah, oh, fuck you. I look like shit. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, what are you drinking there, Larry? So you're tipping it back there. So oh, that's a good uh, point. Our yeah. Oh, up. I'm crushing right now. Yeah. Um, I am drinking a uh, hot. Hop Valley, um, same company, and it's their Cryo Stash Imperial IPA, and it is very tasty. Nice. I am drinking a, a Bonfire S'mores Stout. Ooh. Uh, Jack Pine Brewery. Isn't that a Minnesota one? No. Oh, yeah. Baxter, Minnesota. Yep. So it has, oh, it has a little hint of uh, the s'more in it. Um. That's not something I'll go buy yeah. again, but it, it's all right. What they did was they had like a whole 50-gallon batch, and then they like burnt a marshmallow and threw it in there and then Pretty let much. it dissolve. Yeah. That's all they did. Pretty much. Uh, all right, let, let's get to the tag. So um, there's some new things happening with the Patreon stuff here. So Ooh, we'll be announcing it for job. the next two weeks. But new to Patreon is uh, before what we were doing with Patreon is like if you were a $5 or more, patron you got to pick from the last two months of proxies so that current month and the month before well we're changing it up we're making all which at this point we have over 215 proxies that have been made for since we've been doing proxy time stuff 215 proxies made you can choose any of those each month whatever corresponding to whatever level you're at but not only that there's more there's more uh <laughs> you've seen on twitter or on the discord a little bit <laughs> yeah you're good so i've seen on twitter or discord <laughs> yeah. uh, uh we figured out how to do some foil proxying uh so foil proxies are going to become available uh the difference with that is we're adding it to different higher levels so the ten dollar level is when it's going to start and if you're a ten dollar you get one yep one proxy uh, or the regular three. or your regular three uh, or at $15 you can get two two or, or your, your regular, regular four. four and then the $20 level you can get four foil proxies or your regular five proxies so we're adding that and then we had that $100 lifetime thing we're still giving a little bonus for the $100 lifetime members what we're doing there is actually you're getting a shout out on the YouTube podcast at least uh, anytime we have our intro, we'll have a shout out to each person that is above the $100. And I'm lifetime. assuming that you're going to speed up her voices like the Micro Machine Man. We're like, <laughs> thank you. Well, I was just more, I wasn't thinking we'd read off everybody's name. I was just thinking we'd say, hey, thanks to oh. the whatever, the Garuk Dong level. Oh, the you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's got to be Garuk Dong yeah, level. Garuk, Garuk like. Dong level patrons that are $100 or more. So, we, you guys will get shout outs on YouTube. So that'll be pretty sweet. I'll be at the beginning of those videos. So that is so big changes with uh, Patreon. We already have a crap ton of people in there, but the, so the dollar still gets you in. You just don't get a part of the proxies. 
you have to get to five dollars to start getting proxies and then yeah. foil starts at mm-hmm. 10 so that's the changes uh we'll announce that next week as well and then we'll kind of just get back to our regular scheduled program uh but that that is the way to support us support us financially the free way to do it is jump on youtube subscribe there uh that's all you gotta do subscribe and watch our videos and like them uh the other thing with the youtube stuff is here's our schedule mondays is curated mtg tuesdays is proxy of the week that it was done on so that's when the actual proxy comes out and the video is all whatever edited and everything i don't really edit it but that's whatever wednesdays when you see the podcast thursdays proxy time shorts so the proxy they did from sunday turns into a short quick little video pretty cool Friday's curated MTG again, a new one. Speaking of, what was your curated MTG from uh, Monday this week? <clears throat> I don't remember. The Rashad. What I, like I just posted, posted yeah, today. today. <laughs> um, Isn't it the the sacrificing uh, you tap, when it comes into play? You have the cut the cut purse one. Guy. No, Rashad and Brigand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brigand? Brigand. This is my second beer. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it's a it's a pirate that comes into play, and then all of your opponents have to sacrifice something unless they pay three mana. Uh, and then there's like foot pad and cut purse, and those are all really cool cards. If you play um, all of them, and you're having like a flicker effect type thing, or bouncing or not bouncing, put it in flicker. Essex and create eight at one time, and Ugh. everybody bitch at the table. Mm. It was amazing. No, I loved it. That was not amazing. It, it's was, okay. You should have recaled that story recanted that story on that just been like yeah that should have been your only example this is how i was a dick (laughs) that's all you (laughs) need maybe that's how what curated should turn (laughs) into it's like this this is is how i turn this is how i was a dick (laughs) this card this card this card win everybody hated me <laughs> uh so yeah and then uh i have no friends saturday we have an open day that's where we don't really post anything really sunday we don't really post anything either but I've been doing proxy time live you on Sundays live and that's yeah. when we do the drawing for stump the Smith savant. Um, what else was there? I think that's it. So th- that's a big thing to jump onto YouTube and subscribe there because we have things going on every single day, pretty much of the week. Uh, you can see other videos on there as well, but you can also follow us on Twitter. That's where you can see us posting about the videos, see us posting about other stuff. Do we post about anything else on there? Mm. You mean like, on Twitter? Oh, Switcheroo. MTG Switcheroo. Mail used day, to do that. Mail day now cards that I'm, I'm in the middle of moving, I'm probably not going to start that back up until, until you get moved out. November at some yeah. point. Uh, but yeah, that's where you can also direct message us there, or you can direct message us by emailing us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. That is everything there, right? That, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. So we are five minutes ahead of schedule. Yeah, we aren't in the so 20 range. So we have two full-ass segments along with Savant, I better get this one. Yeah, you better. I, I want to get us yeah. to two cards. Break it up. <laughs> uh, if I can find where I'm <laughs> like, too many damn buttons. There we go. Oh, we're just doing. It's oh, we're doing Savant for right away. Everyone's and then we're favorite do game show, Stop oh. the Smith Savant. Yeah, we'll do this first. All right. Shit. That's normally when we, we jump in with it anyway, so we'll do it. Uh, we'll come in right after the tags so we can do the other All stuff. Right. All right, so if you guys don't know how this works, I am going to read the flavor of text of a card. Uh, the card is suggested from either a patron or anybody that messaged who, us on... Who won this week? 
This week is Steve Dale, so that is actually a patron. Uh, oh, it, okay. What? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I think I have an idea who that is. Yeah. I don't know the names. I just know the... the their, their little thingies? The thing. Yeah, I don't know Jaws' real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's Steve Dale. I mean, they do on, at this on, point. Yeah, you, Steve Dale's on the Discord. Like, that's his, that's his name? name on Discord. God, you're such an ass. You don't know everybody on Discord? I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> So what I'm, I'm going to do is uh, read the flavor text of a card. I do have a few clues. Actually, I think all the clues come from Steve on this one. Uh, a lot of times, I most people have given me like two clues, and then I give the final one. But uh, Steve has a, a lot of good clues that I think it could give it away enough. Uh, so we kept them okay. that way. So if, if you give two harder clues, I'm going to take over and at least give one uh, easier one. So Lowry is going to get three... He asks yes or no questions. He can get three clues. And if he gets anything right, he will hear this. Hello, boobies. If he gets something wrong, he will hear this. Wrong, 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 wrong. Now, if he hears five of those, five. if he hears five of those, five? he loses. So, all right. So here goes. Let me pull the card up. Pull the card up. Pull the card up. Okay. I wish you had glasses and I could potentially see the picture <laughs> in the reflection. <laughs> reflection. Maybe I open my eyes enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nope. Mm, this one's going to be interesting, buddy. All right. Okay. As All you right. make camp right. near the ancient ruin, you hear the sound of drums echoing in the halls where no dwarf has lived in generations. As you make camp near the ancient ruin, you hear the sound of drums echoing in the halls where no dwarf has lived in generations. Is this Lord of the Rings? It sounds like it, doesn't it? Is, is this Father Farther Endure? <laughs> um, Balrog took over. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, first off, I'll just say fuck. Uh, <laughs> second. <clears throat> all right. So, er, this feels like it's a passage from, like, a book. That's that's why I like instantly thought Lord of the Rings. Okay, this has something to do with dwarves, which puts it in specific planes. Um, we know Keldheim had it. Um, potentially Aether Revolt had dwarves. Um, and then older sets definitely had dwarves, but hopefully it's not that long ago. Can I hear it? Can I hear it again? As you make camp near the ancient ruin, you hear the sound of drums echoing in the halls where no dwarf has lived in generations. Speak friend and enter. Um, okay, so you're camping and you hear a dwarven mine where there aren't (laughs) any dwarves. Do you want a clue? Um. Yeah, I'll I'll take a clue. All right, this card is in the top ten for most reprints of any commander legal card. What? <laughs> that is clue number one. Wow! Wow! Top ten for the most reprints. Did is this- there like a list out there that has this, or did somebody go counting? This card is in the top 10 for most reprints of any Commander legal card. Holy bullshit. 
Okay. Um, okay. Uh, can I rehear the flavor text? As you make camp near the ancient ruin, you hear sounds of drums echoing in the halls where no dwarf has lived in generations. You hear drums where... I mean, the drums also potentially mean, like, goblins. I mean, goblins are fucking everywhere, but, like, is there a spot where there's goblins? I know, I was dealing with one yesterday when the fucking (laughs) assholes... Dwarves or... (laughs) Goblins, they're everywhere. Goblins, okay. Um... I'm assuming you're talking about your child. One <laughs> you asshole, I wasn't. <laughs> um, this really, this is really tough. Okay, so a ton of reprints. A ton, a ton. You're, talk, you're talking like over seven or eight reprints at this point. Second clue might help you a little bit more. I, mean, I don't want to hear it yet. I'm still piecing okay, together. Yeah, yeah let's, let's hear the second clue. The most valuable, notable reprint came from Arabian Nights. This card is the top 10 for most reprints of any commander legal (laughs) card. The most valuable, notable reprint came from Arabian Nights. Okay, no, I have. That's wild. That, uh, That one just, like, totally gave it away. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So is this... The basic land mountain. Hello, boobies. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> nice <laughs> job. Uh, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, Steve. Steve was telling me he's like, yeah, that that was the only. They weren't supposed to print. Uh, accidentally got involved. That was the yeah. only one. It wasn't any. None of the other basics made it in. Yeah. So, mountain is the most printed basic because of Arabian Nights because it's the only one there. And it's like over hundred dollars now, right? Mm-hmm. I stopped looking at when it was like sixty five, and I was like, oh, "No, thank you." <laughs> basic, basic mountain, so it's it's an expensive mountain now, um, but it's a beautiful card. Yeah. So, so the flavor text, you know, where that's from. I could not. The, I, I Adventures of the Forgotten that. Realm is the only time that these had flavor text. Because really? they're all uh, Dungeons and Dragons like quote stuff. Yeah, or yeah. I did. I did see that they had them. I definitely didn't read them. So it was that is clever as shit. Like, yeah. there's no. There's four of them, and I chose one that would give you. So I chose the one that would maybe give you a hint to like how you went Lord of the Rings. I was like, if he thinks about it, it's mountains because they're in the deep and all that with the mountains, dwarves, mountains, all that stuff. And is there? There's no. No, I went through it too. text to end it. Any I other started basics, scrolling huh? through to see if there was anything else, and I could not find one. Top top ten reprinting cards for Commander. <laughs> the uh, the last uh, the last clue is going to be: This is one of the few Montessoruses currently in standard that can come into play untapped. <laughs> yeah, good clues. If, he if, was giving if it away. If that second one didn't give it away, I would have been super lost. Yeah, maybe, maybe it was yeah, I might have been able to work my way through like, oh, standard has this, but it's been reprinted a ton. So I would have had to like. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Yeah, I like it. I like it, I too, like it yeah. a lot. So <clears throat> you did not stump Lowry. Those are good clues. Very good clues. Yeah. Yep. They aren't supposed to be 
so ridiculous that he has no chance. Those are good clues to make him like if that oh, was supposed for to mean me, something. I wouldn't have gotten that because but Larry has his savant knowledge. You knew the Arabian Nights thing, and that was perfect. That is perfect for a clue. Um, now uh, we're not only going to have Esper Sentinel as a potential you can win this card, but we're adding uh, the new Augur of Autumn as well. So yes. we'll have two cards from now on that you can win each week, actually. So uh, next week is actually, I can tell you that ahead of time, too. Who do we have That's, next week? Matt no, the Monorock got the uh, the one for next week. So All that'll right. be interesting. All right. So what are we on? We're doing the, uh, oh, yeah, just the tips, Just the right? tips. Perhaps play a little game called Just the Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. Or ouch, ouch, you're on my hair. All right, so Cardsphere. Cardsphere, we had great a great interview last week with both the guys uh, from Cardsphere. I, I, to toot our own horn, we're pretty damn good at that, like having <laughs> interviews and talking. I would just, of course. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, we just, <laughs> the thing is, we leave in all the, the <laughs> I loved our like intros and how terrible that was or even coming back and left it all in. <laughs> Don't even make it sound professional. Uh, but it was fun. That was, it's supposed to be a conversation and that's kind of how our podcast is. And that's how we kind of left yeah. it with all that. So, uh, a lot of people jumped on board with card sphere. What you doing there, Lau? Getting hot. hot. <laughs> it's, it's still summer. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, committed uh, to the bit though. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't take this robe off. Uh, so a bunch of people, including myself jumped on board over the last week and started trading cards. Uh, after I did my first trade, I had a lot of questions along with like Jake from the discord was asking about stuff and you had some good answers. So I guess. And we had somebody on Twitter slash YouTube kind of point out something about like sharks or just really low ball offers that we want to make sure that we address as well. Yep. So why don't you hit that really, really quick. So what was that part? Yeah. The the question was. Go for it. I don't know the specific question necessarily off the top of my head, but essentially somebody was saying that there were sharks on the site at like doing really expensive cards at like 10 to 20%. Now, <clears throat> what I do personally is I mark cards. I, I keep cards fear as a list of cards that I want because I have, so many random notes all over the place. Like I can't keep a piece of paper straight. Mm-hmm. And so I, I list my cards on card sphere, all of them. And then I low ball them just cause I don't expect anybody to send them to me. Right. At that. And point. you don't, you don't and want I don't them want at that them. 70% yeah. or whatever yeah. like, you want. I want it. Yeah. I want certain standard cards, but I know they're going to go down, but I don't want to forget that I want them mm-hmm. either. And so like, if I want old knob bone, but I want it at a non-standard price, like it's 30 bucks right now, maybe more because I, I just don't look at it when it that's when it's that expensive. I, I would rather be doing percentages at like when it's 20 or maybe 15, but it's probably a $20 card after it rotates. And so like, I know nobody's going to send it to me at like 50% value. So I just put it down to like 20%. But again, what you can do in your searches for sending, what it does is if you don't put a limit, each um, each person that wants your card per se at whatever percentage is going to show up. And 
you're not going to want to send them cards at 30, 40, 50 percent mm-hmm. that that you just don't want to do that you're going to get a valid better value at card kingdom um potentially you know, you know your lgs like it depends on you got to know where you're getting your values from so that so, does matter so and i'll jump on what the the person's comment was on youtube was and this happened to me is i started putting cards on there and then I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I can send a $45, $50 an order. And I'm like, sweet. And I could have just gone click, yes, I'll send it because it's whatever, get yeah. money. But then I like started, like I was looking at it and I'm like, those cards are a lot more expensive than that. And then I was looking and I was like, the total order, which is kind of nice. It tells you what the total order average percentage is. Mm-hmm. It was at 45%. Yeah. So I think that's what the one of the comments was, especially for new people to the site. Yeah. To, to not go for the money, not look at look at the money. Yes, what you're trading, but the look size of the trade, at what what you're getting for the whole percentage. And then you kind of mentioned on Discord uh, when other people had questions. You you mark yours at like minimum sixty percent for trade or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So there there are um, basically anything where those guys were saying like, oh, you won't get ripped off type thing. You can set those limits. And so I don't see any cards below 65%. So if somebody's like, I want a Tundra, but I'm only willing to pay 30%, I don't even see it. I obviously don't, I don't have Tundra up there anyway, but trying to prove a point. Like, I only see cards that people want that I have at a 65% or higher. And so my... There's a lot of people that want a lot of different things, and I expect people to send me cards within 70 to 80% range, and those 65 percenters, I don't really send to. Yeah. Like, but sometimes there's you, a card that yeah. gets added into a bigger package, and so generally, so there's a lot of different factors. And when on the Discord, I kind of went through a bunch of them. But the general sense is if I'm sending a package, I want at least 70%. Yeah. And so it can have cards that have like 65, 60, 55, whatever you're comfortable with. I I would suggest not going under 60% easily, especially well, you're if you're new if, to this. If you do a trade that you already have, like, well, let's say some $10, $15 worth yep. of cards that are at 70, 80%. And you look at what else they have. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have some like twenty-five cent cards that they're yeah. they're going to take for fifty percent. Would you throw like, those in there? Yeah, yeah. I personally don't take the time to look through somebody's profile to look for those smaller cards. Okay, because I don't list them. So that's another thing that I didn't talk about on the Discord. My trades are in essentially two single row like boxes. So it's you know, around 2000 cards. I have that completely separate from my other collection that I look through. That's what I started to do is like have an actual, this is my card sphere stuff. This is, you know, I have my for sale stuff in the safe, but I have Mm -hmm. my card sphere. I just started a new box of things that I was putting anything I put on the site. So separate it. Cause the, the thing that can really happen is 
if you are pulling cards from it all the time, you're like, oh, I want it for this deck, I want it for this deck, then you didn't really want to trade it, mm-hmm. right? You're you're kind of just like up in the air. But when you commit, and then you're always canceling, and you're looking for it, and you're you're wasting time, right? And so just have it off to the separate. Know that you want to trade it, and and know where the cards are. Have I don't have it alphabetized, but I have it by color. That's what I was going to do by color. You know, I yeah. have color and by type and stuff like that. So that that is definitely one thing that I highly suggest is make sure that you have just a trade section. You don't go through it. And if you do want to end up using it for a deck, then make sure you go right on the card sphere and, and take it, it off your halves. <clears throat> update what you have. Um, so- and that was one problem that I had with Card Kingdom back in the summer is I sent out 150 cards from Card Kingdom to Card Kingdom and never updated my card sphere. And I was getting a little bit of trouble. Like, I was getting sloppy. I was like, oh, I think I, I got that. And I think I got that. And it, it just makes so much more work. Make it clean, separate, know what you have in there, and and just keep it separate from what your actual yeah. playing cards are, what your selling cards are. Highly suggest that. So a, a couple other questions is, do you have like a, like, are there cards, you, like, is it even worth putting commons and uncommons even on there? Like, I, I mean, uncommons, yeah, some of them are worth a little bit more, but some of those five cent commons, it's not even worth really entering that crap in, right? I mean, that doesn't, you should. In my opinion, no. Okay. Again, there, there, what they were talking about last week, there are just so many reasons why people use card sphere. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm looking for value. Um, I'm not looking, you know, I'm not necessarily doing it out of the generosity of my heart. I'm just trying to play this game for cheaper. Right. And so like, I think it's a good idea, which I don't do, but it's a good idea to be like, okay, I got this package together. I could add one or two cards. Let's go through and see if they have some really cheap cards and I can just toss it on there. Like, I, that's perfectly fine to do, but you still, you know, your time is valuable. You don't right. want to just be putting in a ton of 25 cent cards. That you got to search for three hours to find them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, they're just, it, it's it's not worth, you know, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. So, for me personally, I do anything where um, if it's a dollar or more, that's what I put on. Okay. Because I, you know, I'm keeping an eye on it like i know they're they're kind of specs and they're starting to creep up sometimes i put those on there which are cheaper than a dollar because like i probably spec on it like uh there's a mirror with in fact when it attacks it gets plus two plus two and i have like fucking 25 30 of them because i just like picked them up super cheap Mm -hmm. but they're just under a dollar they might have crept up over at this point but they were like 80 cents forever. I'm just like, once they hit a dollar, I just want to move them. Yeah. And so I have them there keeping an eye on them as well. Mm -hmm. So again, so many different reasons to use card sphere. Um, You know, some of the things that I listed there, and these are all different percentages, but there's specs, there's standard cards. There's cards that I want for decks. There's just random cards that I want. There's reserve list cards on there that I never expect to get. Um, and they're, they're all different percentages mm-hmm. and we can, we can get specific on that. Yeah. So you, what percentage, like for specs, like something that you're maybe something that came out of the new set or didn't last year, do you go higher with your percentage at that point to try to get them or no? no? 
Okay, what do you? If don't... it's in standard, I just use it as a list, and then I'm I'm paying attention to it. What if like, it's a special I, I, set that you like? Let's say MH two Modern Horizons two of cards. I'm more there. aggressive with that. Okay, yeah. so yep, you'll yep. go higher. What is typically around when you're getting more aggressive? What percentage you get up to? So if I'm being <clears throat> What I have noticed is people are willing to send you cards at in the 70 percentile, and they like to send it to you if you're in the 80 percentile. And if you're in the 90 percentile, that's like you're, you're going to get that pretty quick. I've been, you know, it, unless it's really hard to get. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a difference between um, high value cards like the. Uh, um, inventions like you probably can get something in the 90 percentile close to 100 and and probably get that relatively quick you know but if you're going for like 100 on an old reserve list tundra you know dual land card as i was going to ask you what did you less get- likely to get that when you got your dual from it what was the percent do you remember what you had that I, at i'm pretty sure i put it in 100 yeah Okay. Yeah. So like I I didn't expect it though either. Right. Because I've been trading long enough to know that people don't just send you fucking duels. Right. Like I've had to overtrade for duels at like uh, like I'm I'm trading them at 130% versus my uh, getting back, you know, the 100%. So I'm overtrading by 30% to just get duels even though I'm sending like legacy modern staples. Mhm. And like, I can look back at those trades and I can go like, it's still even value, but I got, you know, the duels that I wanted, but they weren't getting gypped. Right. You know? Um, okay. So I don't want this to go super, super long. Cause we got a long, long episode to do here, but okay. So basically for sending or for asking for cards, you're around that 70% range, 65, 70% if it's in standard kind of stuff. Um, if, if, it, if it's in standard and I don't need it for a deck, I put it in the sixties. Okay. Cause I expect the cards to go down. Yeah. Unless you're going for really cheap cards. Like if you're going for a standard card that is three bucks or under, just put it at whatever you're comfortable with. Like seventies is fine. Like the cards will fluctuate, but stay around that until like it's in standard. But it is what it is. You know what Just, I mean? If it's really expensive, then you have the potential that it, you're, it's going to drop right. 30%. Okay, so you know, we 30, got 50%. 65% to 70 for standard-ish cards. Specking cards, things that, things that you think are going to go up pretty quick... Uh, not necessarily yeah. standard, just cards in general. You get up in the 80... You get a little more aggressive yeah. with that 85 yep. or higher range, and then... Like your dual land, you get a hundred percent. You, you yeah. got to put that all out there for it. And especially if it it really depends on how aggressive you want to be on your specs. If you're being passive on it, then I put in the seventy fives to get some, not get them all. Um, but also what Cardsphere wants can do is allow you to just like, okay, I'm buying. I know I have a list of cards I want to buy. I did that. Let's go check out our Cardsphere. What's something that is willing? I'm willing to buy off that. Then you're able to just kind of check that off, like it's, it's nice in that way, um, but so there, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. you. Know, I got you. No, this is so. This is... Ex- 
a lot of good information. Like that. Be for new people. Be slow. Yes. Oh, that was a very good point you had mentioned to me before. Learn, learn how things feel. Cause like you might be like, oh, 50% ain't bad, but you're just going to be losing a ton of value. Yeah. If you think about it, you're normally, if if most of the trades happen in that 70, 75% range and you're trading away 50%, well, you're losing 20, 20% right there just because you're, your value of what you're trading away. And again, like it depends on what you're sending. Like I was saying, I'm in the, the dollar range and I don't send much above $10. Okay. Because we have, we kind of had that rule, like keep one of everything. Yeah. And, and I have found that to be a really good rule for me. So that like, there's been a couple of times in the past where it did not, we didn't have that rule. And I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to use ginger Gataxias because it's just a fucking awful card. <laughs> and then, you know, like three years later, I'm like, fuck, there's a, tw- you know, $15 card. Yeah. <laughs> I really want it for this deck. <laughs> Son of a. I should have just kept it or Skittles, you know, like there are just cards where I'm just like, I shouldn't have sent them. I knew that I wouldn't want to play them, but they kind of fit somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so like, I highly suggest just at least keeping one of everything, which might, I understand that my collections are kind of bigger when it comes because this is how I've always traded. You just like walk right into the, Oh, good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Fine, fine. Collections are fine. bigger. I'm along just with like I understand things. that not everybody's going to be there, but that's part of being slow. And and so like also feel find the range that you're comfortable with. It might not mm-hmm. be in that seventy range. It might be in that eighty range. It might be in the sixty range. Like it depends on where you are, because a lot of the stuff like that I'm sending, I'm not you know. It's silly to buy a card for $2 and then trade it for $2. Mm-hmm. You're not getting any value off that. So we've been specking for years. And so a lot of this stuff is coming to fruition. And I'm able to send out, um, you know, a card that I bought 20 at 20 cents for. I can send those out for 60% because I know I can move a ton of them. And you're getting at, more back from what you spent yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. And so like if I'm sending a $3 card, but only at 60%, I'm still, and I bought it at 20%, I'm gaining 280 in value mm-hmm. multiple times within that. So I'm more willing to play with that. But if all you're doing is buying packs, it's not super efficient. So I would be a lot tighter in my value and what I send to and be more picky with. And so a lot of it kind of just depends on what your situation is. Mm-hmm. And again, like if you're just fucking you know, throwing shit around and you don't care, then don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I still would suggest not sending below 60%, but right. You can do whatever you want. No, this is uh, and it makes sense when we started that dollar to duels thing. I mean, this is your, it almost is better in a way for specs because with me with selling an eBay, yeah, I'm getting cash for it, but I can't, I put it up for sale. I have to wait for somebody to fucking buy it. You know, mm-hmm. like it doesn't mm-hmm. happen where this, you still have to wait for somebody that wants it. But for the most part, it seems like when you put a card on, people want it, you know, it's on there. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends on the percentage wise of how much. And like you said, if you, you bought a card for 25 cents and it's now $3 and you bought 50 of them. And there's people that are wanting only like 50% or 60%. 
Hell yeah, you'll do it. You freaking made a ton of money off of that. Yeah. And you can move it right then and there, you know? So a couple other tips that kind of came up in the Discord that I want to make sure that I mention. So one thing that you can do is when you're wanting a card and you're not sure what percentage you want it at, and I'm saying like, you know, That's 75, 85, yeah. or 65, one thing that you can do is go and look at the current like top what 10 people what the top 10 bids. of what people want for that yeah. right and so if you're and wanting there's a the card, previous one right like that's yeah, what i yeah, was yeah. doing and we yeah we can do that and that sets expectations but what you can do is you kind of look you can down at the bottom of the page it says top 10 offers and you can go and check and be like okay do am i comfortable with that number do i want to be that one percentage higher to make sure that i'm first on the list to send to and so last week they were talking about TCG is like race to the bottom. Is like this race is to the potentially top. <laughs> a race yeah. to the top. Make sure yeah. that you're on top of the list. Make sure, and if that's something that you want, something right now, then you can kind of do that. The other thing I would suggest is if you want it right now, you don't have to card sphere it. You know, if you really like, if you know that this new set has this new card that is highly undervalued. Just go buy as much as you fucking want of it to spec yeah. on it. You right. know, you then then go to card sphere and trade it back to yeah, <laughs> people yeah. when it goes up. That, yeah. That's that's later on. And so yeah. um, you know, trading there are those protections on spikes. And so like if you expect to be able to trade on spikes, more likely you're not going to because people have percentage protections, but eventually things kind of like even out, you're gonna get a better value out of it as well. But so one thing, like I was talking about, look at the top 10 offers that's at the bottom of the page. And then on the other tab is last time that it was sent. And yep. they'll give you the, the, what it was sent for a dollar wise and the date. And yep. that'll help you get expectations on how often the card is sent. You know, like, my my Bayou from a year and a half ago is probably still on the list, maybe towards the bottom of the top ten. You know, no, you, you last time. Want to look at this, <laughs> but it's it's more than likely. Um, that'll it'll help set expectations of like, oh shit, this card comes out like twice a week, three times a week. I should be able to get this pretty easy. Or the last time this card was sent was four months ago. I'm probably gonna have to wait. Mm-hmm. And so though that will help you with expectations depending on what you're wanting in cards. Um another thing that um is easily you'll easily notice this is new sets are fucking hot. People want to move them. And this is kind of what we've talked about like at the beginning when set releases that first 2 weeks, cards card prices are at their highest. And we've talked about this multiple times. So if you're trying to get in on sets those first like two weeks, the prices on most, like 90% of the cards are inflated. And if you have a high percentage, you're just going to get every fucking card. Mm-hmm. But if you're patient enough and you want to wait that month or so, you still get a lot of action. You'll get a more appropriate price. So like (laughs) a lot of this comes, yeah, a lot of this comes from experience and a lot of this comes from like, we've talked about this other finance people. I'm sure talk about this question mark. 
I, I, I haven't just, heard people talk about card sphere as much with maybe, stuff art. but not necessarily. Card but you're sphere, saying, but with, it's just uh, like the with, attitude with, of understanding how card prices react. Right. You know, like if I was trying to get Chatterfang from MH2 right out the box, I would have been spending twenty to thirty dollars on it, and I got it for twelve. Yeah. And it's it's seven bucks right now, and so mm-hmm. even I waiting a month still lost some value. But if you're super aggressive on new sets coming out on those premium cards, more than likely you're wrong. Yeah. You don't get a smothering tithe every set. That doesn't happen like that. So absolutely. Absolutely. Like you, if, if you caught on to like Urza high Lord master, like that was like a $15 card when it was being um, Mm pre-released and there were some people that jumped on that. It was like, great but it's a fucking like what $40 card now they did really well but there's like maybe three a year that happened on that like over right. every set or you do like we did and buy into what's his nuts uh that demon with the uh surveil that we really like but yeah doom whisper doom whisper yeah <laughs> bought yeah. a bunch of those i fucking i i bought foils of those at 30 and non foils at 15. And I think the foils now are like 10. (laughs) And so a lot of this comes in with philosophy of how you want to spec or trying to just make sure that you're squeezing your value out of this, but it it takes experience. And yeah, I know like we haven't sat down and just be like, what is everything that we consider? Because it's a fucking huge list mm-hmm. when it, and, and it can always change and there's nothing like hundred percent the same every time, you know, every spec has something that's different about it. And some people just stick with what they have too. And that can work. Like I'm sure fast finance looks at certain things every time. Mm-hmm. And, but they're, they could be missing out on other things. Like I'm not a high roller like those guys. And so I need to go through and me personally, I find the cheap ass cards that I think are going to get somewhere in between two and $5. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the philosophy that Mm -hmm. I have is like, I understand that I'm not going to get the, you know, the old nod bones that are probably just going to be fucking insane. Like the, full art alt bordered foils are probably going to be like a hundred, $200 in the future. But yeah. I'm just not willing to spend, you know, like 50 bucks on it now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so, and, and it's a different yours is you're trading. You're, you're almost doing, yeah. you're almost doing like the penny slots and banking out on that. You know, you're yeah. getting stuff for cheap. Um, I think because of me with, and it's easier with, with you with, with the, the trading stuff, that's a lot easier to go that route. The selling part, I think I've changed with that because I'm kind of happy to have this card sphere stuff because I can get rid of the stuff. I don't like selling stuff for under $10 at this point. Like, yeah, it's, it's almost more of a waste of my time. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas before I was happy to sell, if I was making a profit off of it or whatever, I would send something that's $3. Now it's like, Oh, I, that's, that's such a waste of time and materials and just whatever. It has to be over. That comes from, I don't know. Hold on. Give me a second. (laughs) 
Give me a second. Oh, I deserve it. Uh, All right. I'm oh, waiting. good. You had, for you. you had to look at your board to make sure you're okay. pressing the right button. Yeah, well, a nerd <laughs> blows out everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm afraid of, the bat, of that one. So, like, things change as you're going through. Like, you wouldn't advise to send anything under $10 on eBay, but there's plenty of people that do and can and, and need to to make money. Right. But at the point where you're at, you would be like, I don't, know, I don't think that's a good idea. And that's the same thing for me. Like me personally, I think this is card sphere. In my opinion is a niche just like selling cards. Mm-hmm. And I don't send out, I very rarely send out something that's over $10. Right. My packages are a bit bigger, but, Oh yeah. <laughs> Who am I? Oh crap! I was at the wrong thing. I was trying to Who do. Who am I? I? <laughs> uh, I was trying to do. Good story. Oh, good for you. <laughs> and your so, packages are a lot bigger, Lowry. You're a lucky <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Only recently. <laughs> um, the and so like again like we're getting into philosophy versus like yeah. why are you using card sphere? So. Maybe people aren't comfortable selling on eBay or TCG like me, but then I end up just like sitting on a ton of cards. Like I have, I have a a small box that I'm like, I should get rid of these. I should definitely sell these, but I don't. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like that amount of cards. Wait, this is like, isn't this like that ten inches, right? That size, right? No, no, that's that might be ten inches. I have a 10 inch penis. Is that right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I was, yeah. Yep. That, yes. That's for the YouTubers right there. Yes. Uh, that is definitely what I'll say is this is kind of filling in that gap for me at least, because like I said, I've been gradually not sell. I still have things that are listed under $10, but now when I see them and I'm like, I fucking still have that listed son of a bitch. <laughs> like it's just, but things that are under 10, the difference is, is I put it on cards here. That's not the only card I'm sending out. Typically, at least that's mm-hmm. the plan. Yeah. It's I'm sending that in a package. I know you're, you're not comfortable with 10, but for me personally, cause I'm used to the eBay stuff. I'm probably mm-hmm. looking for higher amounts to yeah. send out a bigger package, like your bigger package. Like we talked about earlier. Um, so that's going to work out nice because I can get rid of multiple cards that are under $10 and yeah. move them right away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, I mean, it depends on what value you're getting the cards at, at what you want to be sending. Like yeah. it's okay to do a one for one ratio and just making sure that you're getting cards that you want as well. And, but just make sure that you're consciously doing these things instead of just going like, Ooh, big package let's send this Mm -hmm. you know like make sure that you have like a plan um because i don't i don't want to have anybody screwed and so like you know last week i i'm you know when i listened to it i was like i kept on saying like i've just been always happy with card sphere it's super easy super simple but i've been trading for 10 years plus Mm. Like a lot of this stuff comes fairly naturally to me and i just go like i know what i'm doing i know what i want and that's not necessarily true for everyone. And so if you have questions, I am more than willing to answer them on Twitter, on Discord, 
Yeah. Wherever sure. you want to get a hold of us were, on, uh, on email. Was, very helpful. I mean, I have a freaking huge sheet of your answer uh, yeah. somewhere over there. I printed it off because you had a lot of good, uh, so good I'm, tips I'm more for than, everybody. I'm Just more the tips. than willing to help you because I, I want Carsphere to be successful because it's an amazing like program and it just, just so you guys know it's, it's good. we're not sponsored by guards for this, no, we're just, not. this, this we this, didn't we're, they didn't turn around and be like oh, we're gonna slide you some money yeah there is no sponsorship no it's, no this is they haven't something. talked to us since that's yeah. the difference <laughs> <laughs> that's like, where we're at we're they, we were in fact, a they one night us on, recorded on Twitter for and some i reason. feel violated <laughs> and uh, it, it's not like we were looking for a sponsor at all. That's not even no. Like, we were just how because uh, we know we're not going to get. It's be very hard for, for somebody to sponsor our show. You know, we <laughs> we keep growing, but the thing is, is our humor <laughs> is not something that uh, people want to. We understand this. <laughs> we understand this. But it allows us to do how we do things. So that's kind of what, do it what is. we want. Yeah, exactly. But we get th- that to go with it is. Yeah. Cardsphere is just a good thing. The reason we're talking yeah. about it isn't because we're promoted by them or sponsored or anything by them. Yep. It's just they're, they're a good site to use. And I'm finding that very nice. With I've only been doing it for a week and a half, but I like it. I like what I'm I'm now trying to transition into doing that more. Yeah. And you've been doing it basically for three years now at this point. Three, three and a half years, easily. Yeah. So um, we're an hour. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. Do you want it? You want to run through yeah. these? Okay. Yep. Let's All do right. it. So we're going to do this. This is going to wait, 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 wait. You have to do this properly. Who am I? Who am I? Go, come on. What do you want to do? You garbage. You sick old woman. Must garbage. Must garbage. All right, so if you guys don't know how this works, we are reading the card, and we are going to decide uh, our opinion uh, if the card is worthy enough to be a... Commander. Or maybe it fits in the... 99. Or maybe it's just straight up... Mom's garbage! And we're going to kind of burn through this since we're already at an hour, so why don't we get started? We're going to give you our opinions. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll, I guess I'll start... Uh, Adeline Resplendent Cathar. This is two white, one colorless, Vigilance, star four. Uh, when, oh, wait, wait, wait. Its power is equal to the number of creatures you control. Whenever you attack for each opponent, create a one-one human creature token that is tapped in attacking that player or planeswalker they control. Um, I think this thing is fucking Commander. awesome. That's a great commander, don't you think so? <laughs> you gotta say words. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's powerful. I don't know, like, uh, I don't know if I necessarily put it at commander, but it's this a fucking fun as a bomb at, well, it's at definitely 99. 99. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. 99. But because, like, be commander wise, like, do you use Brimaz as a commander? Which one's that? Brimaz? was the same fucking card. Uh, it's a 3 the 4 vigilance one? for the same CMC. Yeah. When it attacks, you get a 1-1 cat that's attacking. And this is creating three, but, like, same vein. But right away, this that, card seems better. Turns in This turns into a 3-4 at least. No, it turns into a 4-4 four, four right away. Is it for each other? It's the number of creatures you control. So right away. Each other? It's it's equal to the number of creatures you control. So, it, so it's always a 1-4. 
Yes. And then when you attack, you'll, if you have three other opponents, Mia 4-4 four, four. has Vigilance, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, three mana is aggressive. Yeah. So, I, I mean, know, like, I don't think it's interesting enough to make a deck around Right. It'd be pretty straightforward. I guess that's the, the other point of thinking yeah. about, God, we're spending a lot of time on just the first card. All right. All right. <laughs> I would cool. say really quick, uh, how, what do you think about the black and white art? I think it looks pretty I think sweet. I like it. It looks yeah. at least good digitally. I would say I'd 90% like of the ones I've seen are good. There's a couple of them I'm like, I'd rather have the original one, but okay. this one I especially like. All right. Uh, next one, Larry. Denik, Pious Apprentice, blue, or I guess white, blue, human soldier, 2-3, lifelink. Cards and graveyards can't be the target of spells or abilities. And then it has Disturb. Oh, I should have played, had a Disturb button. Yeah, I was waiting like, for you. I was uh, hoping it. for it. Uh, damn it, I didn't Ooh. even think of it. <laughs> and then oh. when you disturb a card, it comes flipped, and I guess I got to click on it and flip it. Flip the card image. So it's flip cast side from your graveyard, transformed as Two this. colorless white, blue, and then that's how you flip the card from your graveyard. And the flip side is it is a uh, flying 3-2. Whenever one or more creature cards are put into graveyards from anywhere, investigate. This ability triggers only once each turn. If Denik, Pious Apprentice, would be put into the graveyard from anywhere, exile it instead. Does that happen for most of the cards? <laughs> Where, like, when they are when flipped and die. Yeah, when they're exiled. They're... Yeah, 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 I think so. Okay. Um, best spot for this? I think is in the 99. It can be a commander. I think that's what we should really figure out is yes. Cards can all be a commander. So I think back to Adeline, yeah. that one is probably, you're probably right. It's probably better in the 99. Um, but it definitely could be a commander. All these can be. Yeah. My opinion, I guess with this one is more in the 99 with this one. Don't you think so? Or where are you at? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is more of like, I feel like sideboard type cards are more 99 rather than commander because you never know if somebody's going to be targeting your graveyard and this deck or this card, like this deck would kind of like depend on it. Yeah. And you would have to depend on this going to your graveyard. Yeah. To flip it. If you want right. to investigate, which just isn't enough. So like, it's a good value card. It's a decent protection card. Like maybe, yeah. And so, like, I think I think it's an interesting 99 spot. I don't think it really does anything as a commander. Yep. All right. Uh, so, Florian Voldaren. You get that button ready so when I'm reading stuff. Uh, Scion. <laughs> uh, this is a black, a red, and a colorless for a... Keep can't even read. A little late. I'm sorry. Yeah. We post-production uh, Vampire Noble. It is a 3-3 three, three with first strike. At the beginning of your post-combat main phase, look at the top X cards of your library, where X is the total amount of life your opponents lost this turn. Exile one of those cards and put the rest on the bottom of the library in a random order. You may play that exiled card. You may play exiled cards this turn. So it's not saying that card necessarily any exiled cards that turn. That's interesting. The wording on that makes it seem like you can play any exile card. Exile one of those cards and put the rest in the bottom of your library in any yeah. in a random order. 
Yep. You may play exiled cards this turn. Huh. Because I was just thinking it was that card, but this seems kind of cool, actually. Would you build a, an exiled card deck around this? I mean, there's already an exiled card deck in last it's be sets. A, oh, was there? What is it? From Adventures of the Forgotten it's, Realm? Yeah, from the commander set. It's like whenever you play a card from exile, you get to create a treasure and oh, prosper. It's prosper. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Florian is kind of like in that realm. They both work together. So this can totally be a commander, and it can be a good value card in red-black, 99. I'm more likely to put this in the 99. That's where I was. 99. I was like, you put this in a vampire deck with your yeah. Ed, your Edgar Markov. This doesn't take the place of Edgar. This just goes in that deck. Yeah. All right. Oh, the next one I really like, Larry. Yeah, me too, right? Really I'm surprised like it's only 3 bucks on Card Kingdom. Not sponsored, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, I'm drinking, sorry. Okay. Gissa, Glorious Resurrector. Two colorless, two black, legendary creature, human wizard. Of course, legend. 4-4. Four, four. If a creature an opponent controls would die, exile it instead, which is awesome for just, like, creature control um, shenanigans. Like, it kind of shuts down Yawgmoth a little bit. Um at the beginning of your upkeep, put all creature cards exiled with Gissa onto the battlefield under your control. They gain decay. This is just crazy because it's yeah. like Hold most on, of the time. Let's, let's talk about decay a little bit. It's kind of like a theme uh, on the set okay. too. Uh, decay is a creature with decay can't block, and when it attacks, sacrifice it at the end of combat. So. That's kind of, bleh. but the thing is, is what this is doing. You're playing a commander game. Most creatures have a tap ability or they're doing something. They're not just a two-two bear, you know, like <laughs> they are doing something. And the fact that you get to take you not only exile when their creatures die, yeah, but then you take it and it just has decay on it. That's freaking insane. This is a really good card. Hold on. Okay, so I think what kind of happens here is you're exiling those creatures, and then they come back. So you're not creating tokens. You're upkeep, put all creature cards, exiled with it, yeah, onto the battlefield under control. So, they gain decay. That's a good point. Yeah. So maybe maybe it doesn't matter if they're exiled because once you attack, you got to sacrifice them, and, and then those their... cards become go into the graveyard. Yep, they'll go so, into their graveyard. I mean, it's still good. You're going to get those ETB effects. Yeah. You're going to get... Um, they have tap triggers if they do anything you know, as yeah. a creature. You, people are playing good cards, and you're taking their good cards when they die. Yeah. And so I, I think the card is Commander. super sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would, would, would it be better as a commander, or this would just be in every black deck almost? A little bit of both. I think this is... Um, I was in the Exile Discord, and... They said this is like a tamed down um, T-Grid. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that's a fair point. And I, that makes me like this a lot more because it's not just like totally fucking winning the game off yeah. of everybody sacrifice stuff or everybody discards their hand. Like this card seems fair. You're, you get an army for a turn. Like if you can make Gissa like un, like indestructible and then wrath 
it's still a good game, but you might not like win it outright at that point. Right. So I, I like it. The creatures can't block like totally seems fair. I 99 for me, this is something that I would build. Mm hmm. All right. Uh, Dadar ghoul collar of Nephilia. Uh, this is one colorless, one black human wizard at the beginning of your end step. If you control no creatures with decayed, Create a 2-2 black zombie creature token with Decayed. Uh, and it is, I did say 1-1. One, one. Um, I, I would say this is probably a 99. a 99 in a deck where you're wanting to sacrifice creatures or make tokens and all that stuff. Because so, you're getting a token at the be- end of your, beginning of your end step. So you're going to get one at the end of your turn. And I wouldn't put this in a Decayed deck because you want to get that creature token each turn. So. Yeah, yep. So the yeah, this is a ninety nine in my opinion can yep. fit into a lot of different decks, and like if you're looking to just be able to sacrifice a creature or just gaining like tokens, if you have token doublers, that could be good. Yeah, um, I think it's a cool card, and all yep. you have to do is like attack with the decayed; it's gone at the end of. of that's a good the point. Combat, and then you get another token. Get another one. Yeah, that's a really good point. All right, uh, another mythic here. Do we even hit a mythic yet? Mythic? Uh, I don't know. All right. Now this is our first mythic. Jaren, Corrupted Bishop. Uh, two colorless black, two, three. I'm not sure if I like this one. All right. Whenever Jared Corrupted Bishop enters the battlefield uh, or another non-token or enters the battlefield or another non-token human you control dies, you lose one life and create a 1-1 one, one, white human creature token. Uh, and then you can pay two mana target human. You control gains lifelink until end of turn. It is a human. So, you know, at the beginning of your end step, if you have exactly 13 life, you may pay six, I guess four colorless two black and you can tra- transform it. Transform side is a six, six flying trample lifelink sacrifice. Another creature draw a card. Oh, I guess I'm commander. You think there's a lot going on whenever it enters battlefield or another non-token. Yeah. yeah, Cause you're building a human deck, a black human human deck. deck? I guess there's a lot of them cause it's humans. Fine. Let's just do it. This mythic is fucking garbage. garbage! (laughs) Let's just do it. People are I don't gonna think get this mad goes about... in uh, unless you're building a human specific deck, which happens. But there's a lot of fucking hoops. How do we transform this shit? You got to have exactly thirteen life at the instant, and then you transform it. it. Not it doesn't transform into something that's. And then you got to pay six. There's too many hoops. Too yeah. many hoops. And Let's what is it burst even... a bunch of fucking yeah. bubbles. This is too many hoops. <laughs> you're not going to flip that demon. That demon has no protection. No, and it's just flying trample lifelink. Which is good. You can draw then, for sacrificing creatures that you made. Yeah. Um, which is going to be human, which makes you But you got to get murderer. exactly 13 life. No, yeah, no. That's, yep. garbage! garbage! Too much work. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you got to pay like two to gain life and. Yeah, nope, nope. Because <laughs> it's only target human you control gains yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, so, so let's say that you're below 13 life and then you give. X amount of humans lifelink to attack them and gain up to 13 life. And then another six. 
for breaking this in. down. We're breaking too much then, for a muff garbage. All right. <laughs> yeah. All I, right. We just uh, want to prove it. We just want to prove that it's muff garbage. Uh, Catilda, Don Hart Prime, uh, is white and a green for a human warlock, 1-1. One, one. Has protection from werewolves. Human creatures you control have tapped to add one mana of any of this creature's colors. You can tap four and a green and a white and tap and put a 1-1 one, one counter on each creature you control. I like this one. Uh, I don't know if I'd play a deck around it, but I think it'd be it's good enough for... 99. I mean, at the very least, this is a mono rock, you know, that gives you either mm-hmm. green or white. Uh, and humans is the biggest or the most... Pl- it's the most common creature, creature type. type. Yeah. And so most likely you have some other stuff that goes along with it. I guess you could see playing this with a human deck, but would you just? Uh, yeah, I mean it's a it it's a ramp do? deck a bit. Yeah, but... um, you can do whatever you fucking want. That's what humans <laughs> do. We adapt and overcome. Erica, do um, we? Do we? <laughs> do we? Uh, I think we yeah, just yeah, go yeah. into everything's uh not real and it doesn't work. Everything and is weird. awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when you're part Thank of Thank you for team. making sure that I didn't get all political there. <laughs> or it's not supposed to be political. We're not. Whatever. We're not. Okay. No, I'm just, uh, okay. Yeah. So do, do I think. Is this good enough to be in the 99? Like, I think if it's you, a good 99. If you have a sub-human theme, that's fine. I'm not but, calling human sub but, 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 anything. But, 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 I'm just, but wait you know, on that, though. I mean, complexes. think of this. It has protection from werewolves. Oh, shit. Really? <laughs> that's like, it doesn't for count. Two, it doesn't dude, matter. Dude, protection from... <laughs> uh, I could say protection from Gandalfs, and it'd be about the same thing. Um, but... The the itself is a tapping to add for mana, two color, but then it also can pump your whole team. You know, it's not just sure. telling to turn; it's sure. counters. I think this is definitely a ninety nine. When you have um, what is Shalai? Shalai is like the same ability there. How mm. often are you doing that? Uh, like pumping your whole green. team, one one green. <laughs> Shalai is going to be played a lot more than this, in my opinion. Yeah. Where you're giving everything hexproof and still being able to pump. For this, sure. You're able to feed into it. So, like, I think it's at a weird place. I think you could build with it. I think you can put it in the 99. If you're playing. But I'm, I'm not in love with either of those options all the time, though, either. But it's it's a mono rock there and has protection. Yeah. You know, it's it's saving itself from wolves. Rocks can tap right away. <laughs> yeah, keep saying that. Like, yeah. it means something. Um, Something I do like is the next card. It's fine. We're not even getting a grade there. Did you? I, do I, I did this. Ninety-nine. I said ninety-nine right, right That's away. That's fine enough. All right. Lear, disciple of the drowned, is like. Can you put uh, Game of Thrones on there? Burr, the drowned god. Burr, 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 burr. What? No, the drowned god, disciple of the drowned. That's all right. What? I don't know what. Which the drowned god? Which one's the drowned god? That's where Game like the ungrate the Greyjoys are from. Oh, they're they're island. You're saying? Yeah. Well, their gods are the drowned gods, where they oh. fucking drown you and you come back. Fucking, I thought they I mean, burned everybody on that. Fucking no, island. no, that was somebody else. <laughs> Just gonna, just gonna drink beer. Next week's gonna be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do this. Lear, three colors, blue, blue, three, four, uh. human wizard. Spells can't be countered. 
not only for that player, your spouse, every every. I know it's really weird that counted. a blue card is like, hey, we're just gonna make it so you're a blue player and you can't counter anything. Yes, either. that's the great thing. It nerfs yeah. itself. You yeah, can't just I like, like flashback. I know it's that's not going like into a counter spell deck. I love it. Yeah, love it. I do okay. too. There's another paragraph. Each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard has flashback. The flashback cost is equal to the card's mana cost. I fucking love this card. Yeah, I'm still. I'm it. at a ninety, a ninety nine. I don't want this as my commander, but I want this in every blue deck. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Any anything that has a slight. This goes in your Niv Mizzet Prune deck mm-hmm. for sure. This goes oh, in my yeah. Calamax deck. Yeah. It's. I mean, you could. Play it as your It's just better in the you 99. Could. It's it's better in the 99. Well, but I mean, I don't know if it's better, but it's something different, and it, it's it's definitely should be going in a lot of decks. Yeah, super cool. Yep. Uh, all right, Liza, Forgotten Archangel, two two white black angel, flying lifelink four five. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies, return that card to owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. If a creature an opponent controls dies, exile it instead. Ah, I, I can see this you doing some shenanigans with this, you yeah, know, they sacrificing near stuff. They and, fucked me. Yeah. This is my <laughs> Rianne deck. This is what Rianne does. Yeah. But only that's three colored. Okay, so Rianne is whenever you have a multicolored creature die, it comes back into your hand at end of turn. This is any creature you control die goes back into your hand. <laughs> Non-token though. Non. Yeah, same same difference. Same difference. Bring that token. You can't to your bring <laughs> exile tokens back. You can't do that. And, and then this is whenever a creature an opponent that is exiled when that dies. This Rian has nothing to do. It gives your multicolored creatures plus one plus zero. Oh. Like yeah, it killed that, that card. Deck. So much hard. Yeah, what? <laughs> like I feel bad. This is totally uh, like this is so much better. Lord, Lord Life link. Life link. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Commander, why don't you get I think there's 99. I think it's an awesome, yeah, but I think it's just in a best spot is Commander because you definitely, yeah, but yes, 99 oh, for sure. Apparently. Yep, I'm just being fucking bitter. Now, the next one, I don't this one. Go ahead, this is a flip card, too. Yeah, it is. You okay, get all Ludwig Necrogenesis Blue Black 2 3 Human Wizard. We know Ludwig, he's a good guy, or you know, he's been around. Uh, when it enters the battlefield or attacks, mill one card. I don't know why there's an H in there. Okay, X uh, ability. Oh, what are you talking X, about? There's an there's an H in there though. But uh, <laughs> X blue blue black black. So four plus whatever X is. Exile uh, X creature cards from your graveyard. Oh, Transform so Ludwig X can't P zero. Activate only as a sorcery. God, there's a lot of fucking... Is this even worth it? I didn't read this No, this is, this is... Okay. This is we'll, so we'll muff garbage. Go, we'll just say it's muff garbage. I'm not even going to read this backside. Yeah, no, I'm too it, bored. It's just, I don't... It, it's it's not good. Like, its well, flippability that, just is Just that front side. Attacks become, or ETBs milled one card. Why? Yeah. Why do I... Yeah. It's, it's okay. stupid. I should it's probably stupid. read it at least, but I, you can move on. I'm just going to... Oh! Sticky fingers. I was hoping you were gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Green black X horror. Horror, not a whore, a horror. Uh when this is cast or when you cast a spell, reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal X creature cards. 
Put all creature cards revealed this way into your graveyard, then put the rest in the bottom in random order. Old Sticky Fingers, power and toughness are equal to the number of creature cards in your graveyard. Um, There isn't enough other things going on with this card. I'm not that big of a fan on this. I did, everybody had all the memes and all that stuff going on. I don't really like this card because I don't... Are you going to build a commander deck around throwing creatures in your graveyard and then this just gets chump blocked? Like, or I guess you could have filth and, well, what's the green one? That's with filth go into your graveyard. <laughs> so it yeah. gets evasiveness. Filth and brawn. Brawn isn't going to really help. I mean, I guess it's trample. 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 So that does help. I, I think it's super easy because, like, later on in the game, you could just pay black green for as many creatures are in your graveyard it's huge can be huge i, I think chump block it gets chump block so unless you have a lot of evasiveness i guess that's how you could build or it or just like because you can also just like do equipment board wipe equip give it haste and, and attack somebody for eight to twelve pretty yeah, easy I um i guess i, I would think do, it's a great I guess, mill card let's put it this way i this doesn't fit in the 99. The only place I feel like this fits is being the commander because you build a deck Disagree. around this. You think Disagree. it's you think it's yeah, it, mil- it mills a shit ton. You what? It yeah, mills you. that's what you want to be when you're building this deck. Like, yeah, but do you know the card Hermit Crab? Yeah, or not Hermit, not hermit Crab. crab. Hermit, Druid? Yeah. <laughs> hermit Druid. I'm a Hermit Crab. <laughs> hermit Druid. Like what deck are you building, mill- though? I mean, I guess unless you're playing a land this recursion This is fantastic deck. in Muldrotha. Ugh. What do you mean? Ugh. <laughs> it's, I, I would probably rather have this than Lord of Extinction. I, I would put this Commander. as a commander, Maybe if anything. And if it's not in the commander, I, I go down Muff there garbage! for that. Because I don't like it. No. It's definitely not Muff Garbage. <laughs> I, it- I think it's a fantastic mill card, self-mill card. Mm. Um... Maybe one of the best there is. Oh. And so it's not in for self mill. For but it, where's the blue? For self mill, you, you normally need, need the, the blue. blue. Yes, you do need the blue. No, you, no, you don't. Yes, you do need the blue. You need the blue. It's green and <laughs> black. It. No. It doesn't fit in the right colors for self mill. I can see that's why I was thinking like if you built a deck around this being the commander where your creatures you can. are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like flashback or whatever, all your stuff comes back from the graveyard. Yeah, this okay. this seems decent, but whatever. Let's let's move on. I'm right, you're wrong. Oh, Lowry's wrong. <laughs> oh, right, I gotta go. Lowry's gotta go been drinking beers. And so is Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the next episode's gonna really work. aggressive. I probably won't Woo! even know how to press play. What's going on? Okay. Uh, next one. Oh my Rem, god, I'm so high right now. Carol, Dave I can't even say any of this. Rem Carolus. Rem or Rem? Rim? Rem? 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 My my wife hates how I say bagel too. So oh, whatever. you say bagel? Stalwart? I do. I do. Bag- Stalwart Slayer. Although I do too. Why am I Colorless you red bag- white. I, I do too. <laughs> It's a oh, no, you, you emphasize the ah, bagel. Oh, yeah. I'm not ah. a bagel guy, but I'm a bagel. Human Knight, 2-3, Flying <laughs> Haste. If a spell would deal damage to you or another permanent you control, prevent that damage. If a spell would deal damage to an opponent, 
or a permanent and opponent controls, it deals that much damage plus one instead. Uh, this card is good. Is You're it? bad on this? Bad on this? <sighs> Prevent- this is game winning with Blasphemous Act as the commander. You just wiped everybody's creatures and all of yours are around. To you or another permanent control prevent that damage. Okay. Okay. I thought it was saying prevent one damage for some reason in my head. Because no, the other yeah, one had plus the plus one. It to yeah. your opponents. I was thinking the uh, prevent. Okay. So it's like a little mini Gisela almost. Like doing a little bit different, but it's super cheap. Yeah. Okay. So this would have to be a commander. Right, I think it can go if you're going into like I would probably put this in my Savine deck, which it has like, well, maybe not because like I was thinking like stuffy doll decks where you're already blowing up everything, but you want that See, damage to go. to stuffy I would doll, be doing so like you don't want the that you know like earthquake effects where you're hitting all players and everything, or your pyroclasm yeah. or not pyroclasm, yeah. pyrohemia type yeah, that stuff would work. where you're just nailing everybody. Oh yeah, yeah, and the preventing all that. So I would. This could be an interesting just spell slinger. Well, it has to be a spell. So you pyrohemia yeah. would not work in that. Correct. Um, but there's a lot so of those spells it, that do that. I think there's some potential there. I think it'd be a really cool commander. Yes. Have commander. to play around with it in the 99. Might not work there. That one, But it's definitely not garbage. No. It's very similar to the, uh, the Boros guy from... Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Cool story, Hansel. Cool card. <laughs> cool card. All right. Uh, Sarith, the Viper's Fang, two and two green, human warlock, three, four. Other tapped creatures you have con- you control have death touch. Other untapped creatures you control have hexproof. Tap one, untap target creature or land you control. This seems kind of fun. I don't yeah. know if I build just seems a, like de- a mono card. green deck around that, but I like it in no. the 99 for sure. Mm-hmm. 99. 99. Easy. We're right there. All right. Next one. Sagarda made back. She came back. I'm not sure if I like this one. All right. Sagarda, champion of light. Yeah, Sagarda's the only one that lived from the last one. Nerd! <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> it gets blown out that it doesn't even appear on my... It didn't come across. I heard the Good. beginning go, Nerd! And then it Good. just blew out the speakers. It's so long. All right, Sagarda, Champion of Light. Uh, colorless. <laughs> white. Green. White. Green, white. white, white. <laughs> Let's see how I plan this stuff out ahead of time. 30 seconds before. 4-4, four, four, Angel, Flying, Vigilance. Humans you control get plus one, plus one. Coven, whenever Sagarda attacks, if you control three or more creatures with different powers... Look at the top five cards of your library, and you may reveal a human creature card from among them and put them into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Okay. So this is your human commander. Two colors again, white and green. Yeah. I mean, that's where it has to go. It has to go commander or bust, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is not something you want in the 99, in my opinion. Yep. I think that... That's all I have to say about yeah. that. Disappointed. I like Sigarda. Slow Gurk. <laughs> Press the button. It's a news. Slow Gurk. Yep. The Overslime. One green and a blue ooze. Three, three. Trample. Whenever a land... 
card is put into the grave your graveyard from anywhere. Put a 1-1 counter on it. Remove three 1-1 counters from it. Return it to its owner's hand. When it leaves the battlefield, return up to three target lands from the graveyard to your hand. What? Are you, what? 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 I don't like what, this what, one. What? Whenever you what? I don't like this one. You, you don't? Not really. When a land card is put in your graveyard, gets one one counter. Remove three of them. Return it to. Oh, when it leaves the battlefield, that's how you're popping it back to your hand. You love this one. Yeah, <laughs> one night. It's returning land, so you're getting your fetches and all that stuff. I see. I my thought is, reading it this was this is like a slower legendary life from the loam. Yeah, what my thought was like, how do you get rid of it? But it's the removing the three counters, returning it whenever land is. I suppose. Yeah. Serious. <laughs> Serious. This is Commander or 99. It's not it's not, not Commander. It's not I garbage. would say it's probably more 99, don't you? No. You don't have to lean 99. back from the mic every time I say something. It just makes your mind explode. I'm just trying not to burp <laughs> in the mic. Or you just make it look dramatic. You're like, yeah. <laughs> what? It's, it's like I'm getting away, farting a little bit, come back. All right. 99. 99 for me. Commander. Commander for you. Hour 30 minutes, and we're not even fucking... Just, just, we're doing great. Don't this is a two-hour episode. I don't even know how we double cast tonight. <laughs> we might not. Yeah, this is ridiculous. All right. You're doing... We're doing great. You're fine. We're almost... Wait. We're almost wait, done. Wait, wait, I would just say build a better deck. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Okay, I'm not going to flip this build one. build a better deck. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't think I realized this. All right. Tovalar, Dire Overlord, um, and then you can... It's colorless red, green, 3-3. Three, three. Whenever a werewolf you control... Can I ask, what were you going to say? You're like, you said his name, and then you're like, and then you can't... Oh, wait, I actually got to say how much this thing costs to come up. I was just going to... I'm skipping the backside. I'm, I'm super shortening this. Okay, so wolves and werewolves you control deal combat damage to a player. You get to draw a card. Fucking so good. And it's not whenever one or more. It's whenever a wolf or a werewolf. So yeah, yeah, it's super cheap. Three, three, and then day night bullshit. Uh, yeah, day night bullshit. Backside, it has a Kessig Wolf run on it where you can like give give a creature X plus O and trample plus X plus O. Yeah, and trample, and so it's going to be dealing damage. It still still has has that ability of drawing cards on the backside, which is nice. Cards really good. Commander. 100%. 100%. Yeah, it's command. Commander. It, but it's not the greatest. It, it's going to take over everyone. Yeah, it, it's just not the greatest. It's it's very boring, in my Wait, opinion. Wait, what? It, it's, what? Really? All it is is yeah, I mean, it's attacking it's boring, and dealing damage, draw cards, and then you're pumping. But you're just going to be drawing more wolves, and that's what werewolf decks wants to do is just play more all wolves. All that's so straightforward. It's like... Yeah, play werewolves, attack with them, with draw wolves. cards. This is you all, pump one of them up, deal damage. This is all those people want. This is it's boring. They're not doing anything else. Their their unique thing is it flipping from day to night. <laughs> just just put this in a deck with Maskwood Nexus and then make it unique. But it's still boring. You're just you're attacking, dealing damage, and drawing cards. It's good. That's all you want. It's good. That's all I want. No, you That's all I want from a deck. It's, Whatever. It's, Whatever. It's fine. Boring. 
one more. Vadric, is you. Astral, yeah. Archmage. Hey, I got through a lot of these reading great. these, and they might be really wrong, but still, it sounded okay. One, blue, red. Kid <laughs> can't even read. Human <laughs> wizard. Uh, one, two. If it's neither day nor night, it becomes day uh, as it enters the battlefield. Instant and sorcery spells you cast cost X less to cast, where X is its power. Whenever day becomes night or night becomes day, put a 1-1 one, one counter on it. God, that's freaking boring. My garbage! That's my opinion on that. I mean, it's it's like a really bad Mizzix. And if you know what Mizzix is, then you know why this is a bad Mizzix. If you don't, then that's fine. All right, moving on to... Better cards. It's not Muff Garbage. It's 99 of one deck. You mean maybe. you meant to say... Muff Garbage! Fine. All right. It's night. Wait, wait. Did you say it's ninety nine of one deck? It's it only fits in one deck. <laughs> Probably. I mean, it might fit in Calmax, but I don't know if that's somewhere Ugh. that I want to be putting it. All right, you start the first ah. one of the commander product. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. Eloise Nephalia Sleuth, three colorless, blue black. Uh, human rogue for four. Whenever another creature you control dies, investigate. That includes tokens. Whenever a you sacrifice a token, surveil one. Commander. Ninety-nine. Commander. Ninety-nine. Commander. Ninety-nine. I love this card. Same. I love this yeah, card a lot. Sweet. It's so freaking awesome. Sweet. Because think it's of like this: the best card in Commander sets. If you're so, if you're sacrificing a token creature, you not only are investigating, you're also surveilling. You're getting a double whammy yep. with that. Like this thing is. And then whenever you sacrifice one of your clues, you, you get to also surveil. surveil. Yeah, this is. Oh, I like that card. The the one seems sweet. One of the few cards I'll be buying from. The set, unlike the next card, actually, I don't remember if this one was good or not. <laughs> You're gonna make tea coats, man. Gore Tex the Tomb Shell, six and two black. Uh, it is a four four zombie turtle. This is uh, what from Never Ending Story? Story is it Morgula? Well, that's the, good the turtle. Point. <laughs> I don't know what the name you is. You don't even care. The one that sneezes all over Atreyu. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> As an addition to cast this spell, you may exile any number of creature cards from your graveyard. This spell costs two less to cast for each card exiled this way. Has death touch. When it attacks or dies, choose a card at random exiled with it. And put that card into the its graveyard's hand. Wait, with graveyard's Gore-Tex, owner's put that hands. card in its graveyard's hand. Why am I? Why is that not making sense to me? It's owner's hand. It's on the text there. Maybe they just spelled it. Yeah. Okay. So that's why hand. the actual cards. If you, do you see Card Kingdoms, <laughs> what they have there? I'm not. No, I don't read that. I oh, just read out for it cards. It says, I'm reading it word for word. Choose a card at random, exiled with Gore-Tex, and Bug. put that card into its graveyard's hand. I'm like, what? And on each version, it says it that way. Right on. Yeah, I mean, like, Owner's this is hand. slow, but it's cool. I like it. 99. 99. My garbage! That's my opinion. The second one was my opinion. All Fine. Right. Fine. Go to the next one. Kerbis. Har- Harvest Celebrant. X, green, green. Tree Folk. It is uh, zero, zero. Comes into with 
X11 counters on it, and then remove a 1-1 counter from Kerbus. <laughs> can't, can't even what? read. <laughs> Thank you, because I have the other button. Remove up. a counter, prevent all damage. That would be dealt this turn to another target creature with a 1-1 counter on it. Move garbage! Really? There's plenty of one-one counter decks out there that want this card. This is garbage. This is so garbage. Plenty of one-one cards uh, counter decks. You're gonna out put there. this in there with that? This is just. It's gonna be in the ninety-nine. Yeah, oh, preventing all so damage good. to one of your creatures just by removing. It needs to have a one-one counter on it. It's so specific. Yeah, but if it's a one-one counter deck, it's hard scales so... is played a ton. <sighs> what do you mean? Just... Hit that ninety-nine. Hit that ninety-nine Move for me. Garbage. Ninety-nine. There's your 99. Thank you. I'm not a fan. Fine. Kyler Sir Garden Emissary, three. Is that the uh, quarterback for the Cardinals? Or? <laughs> we just didn't really. We just lost yeah, to them. We just lost them. Because, Rough. Not because of the team didn't go down to win the game. They just missed a field too, goal. Yeah, was, too soon, yeah. Wizards of the Coast. Three, a green and a white human cleric. Whenever another human enters the battlefield under your control, put a 1-1 counter on it. Other humans you control get one one counters on, uh, or get one plus one for each one one counter on Kyler. I like this card. This is it seems like a pretty sweet uh, commander card. Dealing with one one counters. How was how was the werewolf <laughs> one boring and then this one cool? Because you just can, uh, you, can you explain this is, that? To this me? is your human, your human uh, commander. This is like straight up just a human. What what do you think Kolvar was? Kovalar. Boring because. This it is, was the werewolf. You're doing damage by attacking and drawing cards. It's boring. This, you're freaking overrunning Crater Hoof Behemothine, doing all that fun stuff and just killing the crap out of somebody. <laughs> Where You put this one at Muff Garbage? No, it's not Muff Garbage, but you... <laughs> this is whataboutism, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so <laughs> this card's fine. I like it. It's Where does it go? Uh, commander. Uh, that's what I said. Why do you... <laughs> commander. Yeah, but you're. I'm just saying that the difference between the werewolf one and the human one, they're both relatively no, boring, no, okay. but they're so, both kind of cool to be honest with in you, what they're doing. This is doing. how I would build this one. I would, it's just a tribal deck. Well, but the, the cool thing with this is I would do... I guess it has to deal with one each counter. So it doesn't matter about the counters. I was more yeah, thinking you, of it as like um, Voltron type deck where I was thinking of equipment and stuff, but that doesn't work oh, because no. of the counters. Uh-huh. Uh, and then playing a bunch of little 1 1 stuff, humans, you know, make soldier tokens and all that while you're yawning while I explain it. So who cares? Who cares? We both say commander. The other one's just boring. It's not that it's. This is just it's as good. Boring. I didn't say that other one was garbage. That one was 90. And I didn't say this one was garbage. They're relatively similar in. What we're looking at. Well, no, the other one's better for because you're drawing and all that, but it's just boring. This one is boring too. I'll give you that. Adam's gonna make me Lenore some more. Autumn Sovereign. I was trying to go for Snore. All right, two colorless green, white, human noble. Oh four, Coven. At the beginning of combat on your turn, put a one one counter on top. Uh, or on up to one target creature you control, then if you control three or more creatures with different powers, draw a card. Eh. 
What? It's doing awesome things. You're drawing. <laughs> You're drawing cards. I probably like the other one that you just talked about. You're drawing about cards if you have one. three or more. This goes in that deck. Yeah, it does. Which is what they did it's right for the here. commander set. 99. I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's doing something, right? Yeah. Uh, Lindy? Cheerful Tormentor? Mary Poppins. One blue. She looks just like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Black and red. Did you bring that up on the Discord or was that? I yeah, did. You... That was me. <laughs> and no one jumped on board and agreed with you. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Mary Poppins is just a different form of the it clown and oh, that was pretty, there's a that was screen awesome. rant video <laughs> pretty awesome. on it it's just one is good one is bad but they're the same creations yeah, and that was pretty good go with it it's check canon. that video out uh link it link it on here <laughs> uh human warlock death touch whenever a curse is put in the graveyard from the battlefield return it to the battlefield attached to you at the beginning of the next end step at the beginning of your upkeep you may attach a curse attached to you to one of your opponents if you do draw two cards um, I know people are like, this is a curse commander. Blah, 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 blah. How do you, you're building this deck around getting your curses sacrificed so that you're drawing cards to play more curse. This doesn't, I don't like this as much as people are going off on this card. Like, yeah, it's yeah. dealing with curses, but people, people like curses. You got to work at this shit and you got to yeah. like, I don't know. And then it's attached to you at your end step. So now you're going then, through uh, three players yeah. of a curse that a lot of times is like, if you attack this player, you get such and such bonus. So yeah. all three players are, are attacking you because your next turn, you're attaching it to them and you're drawing cards. This seems shitty. <laughs> it's, like, this seems, it's not good. It's not- so, okay. So there's, there's the, the two things about what, what curses can do. They're affecting one person, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And some of them hurt the player that is being cursed and others kind of help or could help. And so if they kind of hurt, you definitely don't want it attached to you, <laughs> like you're saying, yeah. and because you're just going to get beat up if they get destroyed. And then you switch it and you draw two cards or it's attached to you and you don't want to switch it. So you don't gain those two life or two cards. Or You don't draw those two yeah. cards. So like both instances, is not very good, yeah. but it, um, think of this though. Like what are you doing? Are you just playing a bunch of disenchants in your enchantment like base deck? Are you doing a bunch of, you're not in green. So you don't have that. You don't have white. So you don't have that. Those are good. Yeah. enchantment removal things. Are you waiting for other players to get rid of your enchantment so that they can see that your commander is going to draw you cards? Like this, for how many people went off on this? I don't know how many people really loved it, but people were excited about it. I think it's kind of garbage. I really do. So one one thing that could be in, like just like probably boring, but interesting is if a curse, hold on. Whenever a curse is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, return it to the battlefield attached to you at the beginning. Oh, at the beginning of your next end step. Okay. So, yeah. Ugh. End of your next 
at the be- next end step at the end step Ugh. yeah it's a bit beginning of the next end step so even if it's not your turn and it's somebody else's and they destroy it of the next end step. so imagine if you get upkeep. like you Ugh. wipe out all the curses and then all but you can only move one you may attach a curse attached to you to one of your opponents yeah and so like a curse do you really want to be sacrificing stuff that's already targeting other people I, just, I obviously it's going to be commander, but it's going to be a bad commander. Mm-hmm. All right. Glad we figured that out. The last one I think is a freaking sweet, sweet card. And that is yours, my friend. All right. This is going to be will Helt, the rot cleaver, two colorless blue, black zombie warrior, three, three, whenever a non zombie you control dies, if it didn't have decay, create a two, two black zombie creature token with decay at the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice a zombie. If you do draw a card, I think you said it weird. I'm not, maybe I heard it, heard it wrong. Cause cards is boring. Heard, <laughs> heard it wrong. But you said whenever a non zombie dies, it just says whenever another zombie dies. Oh, Okay. So yeah, whenever another zombie you control dies, this is, is this a, the best zombie commander we have at this point? It seems interesting. It's not doing much more than creating more zombies and sacrifice a zombie. And it's only at, cool. at the end of your it's turn. the best, but it's in there. Yeah. Not a er, commander. Yeah. Commander. Lord commander. I'm down. Okay. I'm looking at myself in the camera and I'm like, God, I look fucking wasted, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm only four beers deep. I need to get away from the camera. I got to move away. Yeah, No, I'm three and I'm, I'm getting there. I got to hide my eyes. You either look drunk or stoned is what it looks like. Oh man. Longest episode. We're almost at the two hour mark. All right, sweet. No, we're at hour forty seven. Yeah, we're that that you're rounding up. We're almost at two hours. Cut out cut all the that garbage out the, at the beginning. The garbage of us going and getting beer too. That's yeah. only like yeah, five that's, minutes. That's like a minute or two. All right. Uh I think we gotta we gotta we gotta stop this because this is pretty ridiculous. So Bye. Uh, <laughs> oh that's not, I didn't mean to like just completely cut it off oh. there. All right, well, that should do it for this week. Next week will be uh, Top 10 Commander Cards. Uh, We'll check you guys out next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. I love boobs. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bonkers for honkers. I love boobs. Thanks for the memories. I love boobs.